look at this. We're already at the midpoint of the week. It's Wednesday, January 25th. This is Minnesota Today from NPR News. I'm Kathy Worzer. Get ready for a little snow. Really, not a lot, but just enough to slicken up roads. An inch or two is possible today. Highs 9 to 15 in northwestern Minnesota, mid-20s to the lower 30s in the southeast. The rest of the forecast in a few. Stories we're following. A White Bear Lake police officer is recovering after being shot during an arrest of a suspect. The incident happened at a set of apartment complexes on the northwest corner of McKnight Road and I-694 on the south edge of White Bear Lake. The suspect is in custody with more information due to be released later today. Faculty members at St. Paul's Hamlin University say they've lost confidence in the ability of the school's president to lead the institution. A majority of full-time Hamlin faculty voted yesterday to ask the school's president to resign. In a letter shared with NPR News, faculty members criticized how President Fainice Miller responded to a Muslim student's complaint over the showing of an image of the Prophet Muhammad in an art history class last fall. The school did not renew the professor's contract. An email circulated around campus saying the showing of the image, which is taboo to many Muslims, was an Islamophobic act. Faculty Council President Professor Jim Scheibel says the best way to move forward from the international scrutiny is to have new leadership at the top. We're wounded, we're hurt, our reputation's been assaulted, and so we have a lot to demonstrate that we're the institution that people have known over the years. President Miller has said the school supports academic freedom and also students' well-being. The professor, Erica Lopez-Prater, has filed a lawsuit accusing the University of discrimination, defamation, and other violations. Her lawyer says she has no comment on the calls for Miller's resignation. In other news, Governor Tim Walz is proposing a revised version of Walz checks for more than 2 million Minnesota households. Under the plan announced yesterday, couples making up to $150,000 a year and individuals making up to $75,000 would get checks of up to $2,600. The checks take $4 billion of the state's projected budget surplus. Walls would also cut taxes for many Social Security recipients, but not eliminate the tax for everyone who has Social Security income. Minnesota lawmakers are proposing to limit the use of so-called forever chemicals. Christy Marone has more on that. PFAS, or per- and polyfluoroalkyl substances, are human-made chemicals found in a variety of consumer products. Some have been linked to health effects, including kidney and liver problems, low birth weight, and cancer. At a press conference, 20-year-old Amara Strandy pleaded with lawmakers to take action. She grew up in Oakdale, where the water supply was contaminated with PFAS produced by 3M. At age 15, Strandy was diagnosed with a rare form of liver cancer. Through no fault of my own, I was exposed to these toxic chemicals, and as a result, I will die with this cancer. My life has been forever changed by this disease, and the physical and emotional toil it has taken on on me and my loved ones is unimaginable. DFL lawmakers want to ban non-essential uses of PFAS, and require companies to disclose PFAS added to their products. I'm Christy Marone. The state's remaining COVID-19 testing sites will close in the coming days. Catherine Richard explains what's happening. The St. Paul Midway site will close on Friday, while a site in Duluth will close Saturday. Sites in Brooklyn Park and at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport will close Sunday. In a statement, the Minnesota Department of Health said testing will continue to be available through other programs. That includes free at-home tests ordered from the state or covered by insurance, 
Meanwhile, the state will continue to offer virtual tests to treat appointments with licensed clinicians to determine if COVID treatment is necessary. The testing sites closing this week have been open for nearly three years, often seeing long wait times during surges in the virus. I'm Catherine Richard. In sports, the Wild lost to the Lightning in Tampa last night 4-2. to two. They've lost three straight games. They host the Philadelphia Flyers tomorrow night. Timberwolves tip off against the Pelicans tonight in New Orleans. Go for men's basketball team hosts Indiana tonight. Minnesota has just one win in the Big Ten season so far. On to that forecast. As I mentioned, light snow today on and off. Highs will be 9 to 15 degrees in northwestern Minnesota, mid-20s, lower 30s in the southeast. More lingering light snow tonight. Gets a little cool. 3 below to 9 below zero in the northwest. 4 to 12 above in the southeast. Sunshine tomorrow. Highs in the teens in the northeast. Lower 20s, lower 30s in the southwest. Then more snow Thursday night and Friday. If you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to nprnews.org. Download the news app. Tell your smart speakers to play NPR News or just turn on the radio. Hope you have a good day today. I'm Kathy Warzer.